Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hey, you looking for a great haircut or shave experience? Come to Champion Salon and Barber. Our skilled barbers and stylists are dedicated to giving you the best service possible. Whether you need a simple haircut or a complete grooming package, we have you covered. And while you're there, feel free to enjoy a complimentary beer and chat with our friendly staff. We have two convenient locations in Waco and Woodway, Texas. You can also uh, book appointments online or through our app, making it easy to schedule your next visit. So why wait? Visit Champion Salon and Barber today and experience a cut above the rest. Welcome to Bois, the King of the Hill podcast. I am Mike. And I'm Rusty. Rusty, season three, episode 23, Wings of the Dope. Yeah, we're like two episodes away after this episode. After we get through this episode, it's two episodes to the season finale. And it's a uh, Leanne-centric episode. It is a the end of an era. It kind of is, yeah. For mm-hmm. Luann. Really yeah, because it's like the, the end of an time, era. Right? Yeah, yeah, I think this is the last time that uh, she's affiliated with the Beauty School of Arlen, Texas. Hey. 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 Okay, uh, we start this sucker off at... Are you Buckley's Angel? I am Buckley's Angel. <laughs> yeah, he points at his shirt. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a name tag. Read um, it. <laughs> so we start at the aforementioned Arlen Beauty Academy, and uh, Luann is in Ms. Kresmer's office, and she's uh, giving her money for the next semester. She goes, here's my $300 cash for my next semester, Ms. Kresmer. Count it. It's all there. Has, it, has that been an issue? In the, I guess because she, yeah, she said a that check was issue. coming and all that stuff, right? Yeah, she had to wait or whatever and check bounced or something. Kresmer says, mm-hmm, well, there's still an incredibly complicated hair dyeing exam coming up, Platter. You've got to pass that to even qualify for the final semester. Leanne, of course, ever the optimist, says, I won't let you down, Miss Kresmer. And Kresmer goes, yeah, sure. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Hold on. I just noticed something. Yeah. You mean Luann, right? Did I say? Who did I say? You've been saying Leanne. Yeah, same thing. No, it is not. Oh, yeah. uh, (laughs) Miss Kresmer is also Jennifer Coolidge. Yes. All right. You got me. Yeah. 
It's 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 Luann. Yes, Luann Leanne. I almost said Leanne. I, I had to catch myself. I wasn't sure if Mike Lu- said it I, when Rimes. I said Luann's name. I was gonna say I was like Lee. Oh no, Luann. Mm. <laughs> yeah, almost okay, got me. Yeah. Hey, also I didn't mention there's no bell, no yell as this thing starts. So, uh, oh yeah, no we, bell, we no gotta yell. We got to get that out. Yeah, now we're outside uh, of uh, Kresmer's office in the hall. Lou Ann, Lou Ann has gone outside, and these three mean girls uh, who just kind of hang out at the Beauty Academy is is a little odd to me. Yeah, the the mean girls in the Beauty Academy yeah. or whatever the student the other students. Yeah. yeah, one of them says, "Ooh, look, it's Lou Ann," and then Sharona, who is the obvious the 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 head pink lady of these guys says, uh, sure has been a hard year for you, Luann, with your boyfriend blowing up and all, losing all your hair and being on academic probation. But, you know, if you pass this last exam, it'll turn everything around. And then they just start laughing at her, which is just mean as you can be. Uh, mean as you can be. Luann is not uh, – I don't, I don't want to get hit for this, but – Luann is not the smartest character in the show. No, she's not smart. We love her for sure, yeah. but she's definitely not the smartest. Sure. Uh, I got a cool fun fact real fast. Yeah, what's up? So in Canada, there's a network called Global, and that's the network that uh, carried King of the Hill for Canadian TV. Gotcha. And uh, after Brittany Murphy died, so the evening after she had died, uh-huh. uh, they played this episode as a special tribute oh, to really? her. Oh, really? Oh, so wow. this episode about Buckley's Angel or whatever, yeah, and yeah. it's kind of, uh, I don't know, coincidental, I guess. This is probably all coincidence, but the original title of this episode was supposed to be called Luann's Angel. Oh. So the fact that they use it as a tribute later on and the original title is supposed to be Luann's, I thought that was a pretty neat connection. Yeah, it is kind of cool. So now we are all four, uh, all four guys are in the alley uh, looking over the fence. And you hear Dale say, sad, very sad. And then Hank says, uh, we, we find out that they're all staring at a trampoline. A trampoline. Uh-huh. And this this joke right here is pretty funny. Uh, Hank says, what is Con thinking? He bought the best trampoline of Buckley's estate. Buckley's estate. estate. Uh, and he's letting it go to pot. Maybe we ought to talk to He bought to the best trampoline. The best How many trampolines does Buckley's <laughs> estate have? Yeah, a lot, yeah, yeah. A lot of trampolines, yeah. Six or seven, maybe. You know, we used to have two trampolines in our backyard. Oh, yeah. We had the five kids, and so we were like, Oh, my dad you know, never let us have one. Oh. He was always worried about somebody hurting herself. Because I broke of, my arm one time when I was 11, and that was my dad. <laughs> he said, that's exactly why I never bought you one. That's, uh, you know, all of mine came off of Craigslist, so they were all for me. Yeah. I had to go get them. Uh, one of them I didn't take apart. I just strapped to the top of my truck. I just, just drove, drove across town with a trampoline <laughs> on the top of my truck. Uh, okay, so all four of them are looking over the fence. They're looking at this trampoline, and Hank is like, what is Con thinking? He bought the best trampoline of Bucky's state, and he's letting it go to pot. Maybe we ought to talk to Con. This is a fix-it opportunity that only happens in the movies. What movies is he? <laughs> I don't know what he's watching. It sounds like he's watching, like, Home Depot tutorial videos. Yeah, the uh, trampoline's just covered in leaves and stuff. It's just kind of Did they ever there. make those, I wonder? Like, they've got VHS tapes for everything. I wonder if they have, like, uh, Home Depot. Not Maybe not Home Depot, but, like, DIY home videos. Oh, like, yeah. This is oh. how to tile Home floor. Depot had them. A Home yeah. Depot oh, actually yeah, had absolutely. You could, you could check them out. awesome. You could check them out like a video store oh, yeah. and go watch them. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's great. Uh, okay, so uh, he says, you know, this is a fixed opportunity that only happens in the movies. Hey, I know what we could do, Bill. Remember when he got you to brush your teeth by saying you didn't know how? Bill's like, Ooh, yeah. yeah. He said, reverse psychology. Says Dale, that'll never work. He said, well, yes, it is. Yes, it will. Says Hank, and Dale says, gotcha. <laughs> so he was trying to do the reverse. Yeah, yeah, psychology. yeah. Great job. 
Uh, Luann pulls into the driveway and she comes out crying and she says, I just took a test last semester and now I've got another test. It's not fair. Okay, Luann, that's not how school works. Uh, how often in real life are you tested? And I mean, she is just blubbering. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Hank responds with, uh, yeah, okay then. I mean, Hank's always trying to get out of whatever she's yeah, got going on. Yeah, he's not interested. She says, uh, the girls at the Beauty Academy are so mean. And she just runs off. Uh, <clears throat> we see all four guys now going up to a door and ringing a doorbell. Uh, and Bill's like, they are mean. Dale's like, you made your point, Bill. Uh, then Con opens the door. So we all four guys have gone over to Con's house. Con said, well, if you guys are here, who's guarding trash cans in Alley? He thinks that's the funniest thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, well, it is funny. Yeah. I like the retorts he always has to him. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, if you're here, hey, then, yeah, who's holding up that fence? <laughs> Hank says, say, Con, uh, we were just thinking, and Dale just blurts out, we don't want to fix your trampoline. Bill says, I do. Bill <laughs> He says, Bill, he says, what? So they're trying to run this reverse psychology thing on Khan to get – why would Khan turn down the fact that you're going to fix his trampoline? Yeah, him? I don't know. Well, because he knows that they get pleasure out of it. And, like, he knows that they want to fix it because they enjoy fixing it. So he's like, I'm yeah. not, I don't want them to be happy at all. He says, oh, now I get it. You rednecks want to fix my trampoline, but what's in it for me? Hank's like, uh, he says, you mow my lawn for two months. And Hank's like, all right, whatever. And then he slams the door, and all of them just start laughing like, boy, well, I played him like a damn fiddle. Yeah, just, he's going to mow his yard for two months <laughs> for free, but he, he's not even mad. Yeah. yeah. So we're now at a, uh, a horse barn. I guess it's a farm. I don't know exactly yeah, I'm not where, sure. they, where they've uh, taken all these girls. They're but. in a stable for some reason, and uh, I think that's a red flag. If you're in beauty school and somehow you end up in a horse barn, Yep. Uh, next to a horse's ass. Probably not the best school. Yeah, you, you might want to see about getting a refund and then uh, reporting them redneck. to the Better Business Bureau. So uh, in this horse barn, they've got the horse's ass sticking out, and each one of the girls is braiding their tails yeah. for, I guess, a test, right? Uh, and Kresmer's walking around with a clipboard, and she's grading everybody, and she says, Excellent, Sharona. If I didn't know that tail was attached to a horse's rear end, I'd swear it was shares. <laughs> Sharona, thank yeah. you, Miss Kresmer. She just keeps walking. She goes, oh, very good. Looking at this one. She goes, excellent highlights. And she goes, Luann Platter. And then you look at Luann, and she has her horse's tail dipped into a bucket of something black, pulls it up, and the poor horse's uh, hair is gone it's from its gone tail. It's just that tail. nub. It's that weird-ass nub. Yeah, the She's, tail. She goes, it's not fair. My customer kept swatting flies. <laughs> and Kresmer says, step away from the horse. Uh, now, Luann pulls back into the driveway at the Hills house, uh, and she's just kind of muttering to herself. She's like, hmm, Cher's hair is fake anyhow. I am, too, going to pass that test. And she's getting her big box of uh, supplies out. We then see the the trampoline almost like angelically lit, right? It's it's uh, evening, yeah. and uh, they have two big, uh, like, floodlights on this thing, and the boys are going to go over there and fix it. Yeah, that, you know, just short of breaking out the jacks to jack oh, it yeah. up kind yeah, of thing. You know, they're, they're really into it. Uh, just a, a quick thing. Uh, Sharona Johnson is played by an actress by the name of Dawn Lewis. Yeah. Uh, she was known for her role as... Uh, Jalissa Vincent Taylor on A Different World from oh, okay. 1987. Right. So. I think we've had her on here before, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, 
She was in Plastic White Female, the one where oh, Bobby makes right. out yep, with the yep, mannequin. Yep, 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 I think yep. it's last season, yep. or maybe yes, yeah, last season. I believe. So she sees Dale and them coming over to the to the trampoline, and Dale's like, "Whip out them plans! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go!" Uh, and it, to me, it looked like you know when they set up on the highway to work at night. That's kind of what it looked like, right? I mean, because yeah, Hank, yeah, yeah. Hank's got blueprints. They got these big floodlights. The whole thing. Hank says, "I've taken the liberty of drawing up some schematics. Now here's the trampoline that is." And here's the trampoline that could be. Those look exactly the same to me. I don't know what they've done to it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Nothing, probably. <laughs> yeah, it does not. It, uh, I don't know. Uh, Dale, go, uh-oh, and he sees Luann coming up. And Hank goes, I'm on it. He says, hey, uh, Luann, uh, you look pretty today. Right, guys? <laughs> yeah. Everybody just kind of agrees. She goes, oh, Buckley. This was Buckley's trampoline. And she looks down and sees the B plus L in a heart that he's that he scraped on it or she scraped on it. Uh, and she goes, this was his favorite trampoline, his favorite one. He named it number one. Well, that kid was brilliant. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? Uh, and then she just starts sobbing and she runs off. And Hank's like, all right, where were we? Uh, this is pretty cold of Hank. You know, because I understand he doesn't want to get involved in any of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, well, he doesn't want to talk about any type of emotion at all. So, it's yeah, a pretty of course cold he's gonna, response, man. going to shove it off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have another quick, yeah, please. quick fact. Uh, all, shout out to Artie for all the facts and everything I had. Uh, I don't think he gave me this one, though. No, this one is entirely my own. Okay. So, uh, this ep- episode premiered shortly sometime after the Columbine High School shooting. Oh, okay. Uh, after it aired, uh, Mike Judge received a letter from someone who had been hiding in the school when it was going on, and uh, she planned to tell a friend that she was in love with them and how they felt if they both made it out, but he turned out to be one of the perpetrators. Oh, my gosh. So she was in love with one of the guys that ended up doing the wow. shooting or whatever. So uh, she credited Wings of the Dope, uh, especially the speech, Peggy's speech to Luann. Yeah about doing things on her own with enabling her to deal with the grief that she had uh, was pressured with after all that stuff. And she even quoted Luann in the letter, wondering if the boy was guardianing some other girl because he never knew how she felt. Yeah. So she just, I don't know, wow. it's kind of a, that's kind of a crazy situation. It's crazy how stuff just like a, that yeah. can hit the right way. Just imagine you know? being Mike Judge oh, and you're just man, making no cartoons kidding. and somebody who survived a school shooting uh, no kidding. sends you that letter. Next thing we see is Luann is in her room. She's in her nightgown. Uh, and from the outside, we hear, and she can overhear, well, some people say it's too bad Buckley's dead, but I say his trampoline and sure is going to be beautiful. Holy shit, Dale. That's pretty yeah. rough, dude. Uh, to not interrupt you, I don't mean no, to interrupt go you for again, it. but Mike Judge actually, uh, so there's actually a quote from Mike Judge about this letter and also about uh, a couple, uh, another episode so this goes again to the apolitical nature of the show. This is kind of like a kind of touches on that again. So he says, I don't get as much fan mail as an actor or singer would. But when I get a letter, 99% of the time, it's pointing out something that really had an impact. Like after the episode, my own private rodeo, all these people wrote to me and said Dale's dad inspired them to come out. And this is when it was illegal to be gay in Texas and a wow. few other states. Yeah. Another one that really stuck with me was this girl who survived Columbine. See, Wings of the 
Wings of the Dope, the episode where Luann's boyfriend comes back as an angel, aired two weeks after the shooting. About a month after that, I got a letter from a girl who was there and hid somewhere in the school when it was all going on. She said the first thing she was going to do if she survived was tell a friend of hers she was in love with him. She never did. He ended up being one of the kids responsible for it. So you can imagine how, you know, to her it felt wrong to grieve almost, and she bottled it up. But she saw that episode of Buckley walking away at the end, and something just let her finally break down and grieve and miss the guy. I remember she quoted Luann, I wonder if he's guardianing some other girl or something along that line because she never had the guts to tell the kid. That really wow. gets to people at Comic-Con. So that's a story I guess he tells often at, his, at the Comic-Cons. But, yeah, imagine you're just making a cartoon and people are that affected or impacted by the show that you're making when all you're trying to do is kind of, you know, touch on societal, what's going on in society and stuff like that. So yeah. I don't know. People talk about wokeness and stuff like that. Like, I, I think that uh, – I, I don't really like that terminology, but I think that uh, he was definitely forward-thinking before most television oh, shows absolutely, were. absolutely, absolutely. The guy uh, seems like he actually gives a crap about, uh, crap about most of this stuff, and that's 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 got to be so impactful to get something like that. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. This is crazy. Yeah. So she's in her room, and we hear, we hear that. Uh, we hear Dale talking about how he doesn't – basically care that buckley's dead yeah uh, he's a jackass oh ain't he sometimes God. this is this is one of those episodes for hank where he's just he's just not so really uh not really good you hear bill and dale and and uh boom Hauer and hank tell each other good night and all that uh luann just looks at a picture of her and buckley on his motorcycle that she's got and she's just kind of she's very forlorn right i mean she's she's upset she's she's worried about this test she says, "Who are you? What do you? Uh, what she she sees as she is looking at that picture? She hears something outside, and she sees somebody jumping on the trampoline. Yeah, and so she runs out, and she's like, "Who are you? What are you doing? Wait, wait, what?" And then uh, Buckley says, "Chicken butt, of course, because yeah. it is Buckley jumping on it the trampoline is, in the moonlight." It is Buckley. Uh, she uh, she's like, "Buckley." He goes, "Hey," and then. <laughs> And he's, he tries to pull her. She puts her hand out for him to pull her up onto the trampoline. He goes, psych. psych. Yeah, like, it's just the funniest thing, Buckley. Buckley was a dipshit. Yeah, he was. Uh, she says, Even what? in the afterlife. <laughs> That's right. She said, what happened to you being dead? Are you an angel? He goes, uh, and he points at his tag that reads Buckley's angel. And he goes, don't wear it out. She goes, you are an angel. Uh, and then they are just jumping up and down on the trampoline. And that is going to take us to our first uh, commercial break, or our only commercial break, I guess. And uh, we will be right, right back. back. Hey, Rusty, you like smoothies? Oh, absolutely. I don't love buying a smoothie, though. Smoothies are so expensive. They're expensive. So uh, I want to tell you about something called BlendJet, BlendJet 2. Uh, it's a portable blender that you can make smoothies or other kind of beverages in for the fraction of the price that you would go someplace and buy it. Sounds wonderful. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's really hard to carry around a full-size blender with you to make drinks. Uh, but BlendJet 2 is a portable blender and cup all in one. Uh, it comes in a ton of different colors. Uh, it comes in a ton of different 
uh, types. Like I, I know they've got the Disney ones and they've got all the colored ones and all the the camo okay. ones and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, it's a blender you can carry around with you. Blender Blendjet Two is portable, so you can blend up smoothies at work, a protein shake at the gym, or even a margarita on the beach. It's small enough to fit in a cup holder, but powerful enough to blast through tough ingredients like ice and frozen fruit with ease. Blendjet 2 is a whisper quiet, uh, so you can make your morning smoothies without waking up the whole house. It lasts for 15-plus blends and recharges quickly. It's got a little USB-C plug in it. Oh, wow. Just plug a sucker in. Uh, Best of all, Blendjet 2 cleans itself. Just blend with water and a drop of soap, you're good to go. That's pretty nice. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, to be able to just do that. It comes, like I was talking about, in over 30 colors and patterns to choose from. Uh, there's a Blendjet 2 to complement just about any style. Uh, I like the uh, the Urban Camo uh, because I'm a certified badass, so I like okay. that a lot. Yeah, All right. really good. So what are you waiting for? Uh, you can go to Blendjet.com and grab yours today, and be sure to use the promo code BWAAA. 12. And that 12 is for savings because you get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. No other portable blender in the market comes close to the quality, power, and innovation of the Blendjet 2. They guarantee you'll love it or your money back. So you can blend anytime, anywhere with the Blendjet 2 portable blender. Go to Blendjet.com and use the code BWAAA12. To get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping, shop today and get the best deal ever. Wait, guys, you have to redo that. It wasn't recording. All right, and we are back. Uh, we still see Luann and Buckley's Angel jumping up and down on the uh, on the trampoline. Uh, it's kind of cool because there's a lot of fireflies around them and stuff like that. It yeah. really feels kind of dreamy, you know, like it, like it's a dream sequence. Ethereal, or yeah, her, yeah, yeah. She goes, uh, uh, you're, you are an angel, unless you're just a hallucinogen of my mind. Well, okay. that was good, good try, Luann. <laughs> yeah, good try. Uh, she says, if you're really Buckley's angel, then tell me something only the real Buckley would know. He says, uh, you have a birthmark on your butt, the shape of a Honda key. You are a real angel, she says. Yeah, <laughs> that's Honda funny. key. And then they start jumping up and down, uh, and it kind of goes to slow motion, and we get the song Life in a Northern Town by Dream Academy, which came out in 1985, playing in the background. I'm a man. That's right. That's it. It's perfect. Yeah, spot on. Uh, wonderful. I'm afraid we're going to get copyright strike just because how good that was. That was yeah. pretty good. Uh, <laughs> next morning at the Hill House, uh, you've got Peggy uh, with the paper and coffee sitting at the uh, breakfast table. And uh, in comes Luann and, and the rest of them. I, I think I called her something different that time, too. Luann. Luann, you look positively radiant this morning. You're not pregnant, are you? Says Peggy with the, with the uh, coffee yeah. and the paper. <laughs> Boy, Peggy's wild. Uh, in comes uh, Hank and Bobby, and both of them are like, all right, sausage. And they sit down, and, I mean, you, you talk about guys that just sit down and oh, start they eating. they love some sausage. Oh, my God, they're just, whoa, there they go. They're scooping, it, they're, they're scooping it up with their fork for their feet ever even touch the ground. And it's those little, um, like, breakfast sausages, like the links. You know, it's not the patties, which – that's a very links different experience, the links and the patties. You know, that's two very it different It is two very different experiences. Yeah. Uh, and then there's the little links that pop whenever you cut into them. Yeah. No. I like okay. to roll my links into patties. Roll your links into patties? To sure. get to get best of both worlds. Yeah. Takes you about an hour and a half to eat breakfast. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Luann says, I have an announcement to make. Last night I had a religious experience. And Peggy, of course, goes to sex. She goes, Ixnay, Ixnay on Abibay, too young gay. <laughs> she says, last night I was visited by an angel, Buckley's angel. 
And, of course, Bobby, cool. Uh, and Luann says, mm-hmm, he was on the trampoline. He said to tell y'all all, hey. hey. Peggy says, I think someone's been studying a little too hard for her beauty school test. Luann says, probably Sharona Johnson. She's always studying. It's not fair. <laughs> Luann needs to figure out what fair and what Max headroom, yeah. She says, uh, anyways, Buckley's angel and me jumped some, and then uh, mostly we just jumped. But uh, I feel better knowing he's okay. And then she just leaves the room. Uh, Hank is like, hmm, <laughs> an angel. All right. Uh, Peggy says, she has given me the heaviest of GBs. Which I love that. Phrase. Yeah, I love that too. Hank says uh, the angel part, sure, but the whole not crying thing, I like that. I like it a lot. Peggy says I told her to use proper ventilation around those hair chemicals, and I can't imagine she does. Nah, right? I don't think she does either. Hank then launches in and says she's probably just stressed out, Peggy. But if it helps her uh, think whatever she wants, she sees Buckley's angel. Nolan Ryan saw his arm as a rocket launcher, and the catcher's mitt is Saddam Hussein. Don't mess with a good thing, Peggy. Just be cool. That's, <laughs> That's funny. something I've ever heard Hank say. Just yeah, be cool. Yeah, I've never heard that either. Peggy, of course, says, I'm cool. Um, then we get... Uh, well, the whole Nolan Ryan, our rocket launcher, Saddam Hussein thing. For those of you that don't know, there there was two Gulf Wars. <laughs> mm. That's very true. That's very yeah. true. That yeah, was yeah, the first yeah. one, wasn't it? That was the first yeah. one, yeah. So uh, now we're in Luann's room. She's combing a uh, that, that same styrofoam head. Yep. Uh, she's combing the hair. Bobby's uh, girlfriend. Yeah. You hear a knock. Yeah, Bobby's uh, love interest. You hear a knock, and Hank comes in. He goes, so, uh, Luann, this angel certainly seems to have made you happy. She says, oh, yes. I think that's a sign that God is. He goes, yeah, 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 sure, 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 God. I'll bet God sent you this guardian angel, uh, this stand-on-your-own-two-feet angel. And if you have a problem from now on, you don't have to cry because Buckley's angel will help you through the test and maybe find an apartment or whatever. She goes, oh, my guardian angel. He goes, yep. Find an apartment and just shut the door behind me. <laughs> he just wants her out so bad. Yeah, he's ready for her to go. Uh, now it's nighttime, and uh, we are the guys are out there around the trampoline again because this is apparently something you have to do at night. Uh, and Dale sees Luann coming out. He goes, "Red alert! Red alert!" Uh, she walks over. Uh, she walks out and goes into the garage. Uh, then you hear Luann say, "Hey, Boomhauer, Mister Dotree, Mister Gribble." Uh, and Hank just kind of chuckles to himself, and uh, uh, Dale says, what in the name of hell was that? Hank says, Luann claims she saw Buckley's angel last night on the trampoline. I convinced her it was a guardian angel, and now she's on an even keel. should have thought of this years ago. It's like she has a boyfriend I never have to meet. <laughs> Good for you, Hank. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. A win-win situation for Hank here. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, now we see Luann going into the Coffee Break coffee shop. Uh, I'm assuming... This is around the hair studio, right? I mean, it would have to be. I imagine in the vicinity Cause of. She, yeah, because she yeah. walks in and all three mean girls are sitting there together. Or uh, Arlen's a small town and there's Arlen. not too many coffee shops you're going to be at, I guess. I guess the coffee break is uh, is the one that all the, the college kids have. Yeah, it's probably, like, it's probably the closest college to light. the college area. Yeah. Uh, so she walks into the coffee break. She's got her textbook with her. And uh, Sharona and the Mean Girls say, hey, look, it's Luann walking her book. She says, I'm not walking my book. I'm waiting for my guardian angel. Buckley has come back from the dead to bounce on his trampoline and help me with my exam. And the girls just bust out into laughter. Well, they, she sounds nuts. She does, she does sound crazy. Nuts, but these yeah. girls treat her like crap. They uh, do. Sharona says, do you hear yourself? You're crazy. She goes, I don't have to hear myself. Buckley's angel hears myself. 
Okay. Again, Luann, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Sharona says, well, you're going to fail the hair dye test and flunk out of beauty school and have to work at the mall at the pretzel place, and we'll all be famous hairdressers, and we'll all be on the third floor of the mall working on people's hair who eat pretzels at the pretzel place. <laughs> <laughs> what? Whatever that means. <laughs> what a great thing I to hang over somebody's head. Five times yeah. fast. Uh, they all just kind of laugh at her, and she goes, well, I spit on your pretzels, and no, that's okay. That's okay. I forgive you because I have a guardian angel now. Poor Luann. Uh, now we're in the backyard at the trampoline, and uh, uh, Luann is, she's almost like praying to Buckley's angel at this point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Buckley's angel, can you please melt Sharona Johnson's face? Oh, and help me pass my test. Buckley's angel, Buckley's angel. And so now we've established the fact that she goes out to this trampoline just looking for Yeah, she's out angel. there praying to the trampoline. It's, like it's like an altar. Trampoline. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, like an altar. And, and it is, too, because it's all lit up, and it's like... Yeah splayed out and she's putting stuff on it yeah absolutely so the next day uh all four uh guys are around the trampoline hank says uh okay let's get to it what what is this a note a note he pulls a note out of the springs and bill tries to grab it from oh that's nobody's (laughs) hank give it back he goes and then hank starts to read it yeah dear buckley's angel bring me a woman any woman any woman love bill f della t dodrieve (laughs) He didn't even spell tour. He just put T. Yeah, and and Hank is, like, fighting him off the whole time while he's reading this. He goes, no, 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 that's between me and Buckley's angel. Hank says, there is no Buckley's angel. There was barely a Buckley. Barely a Buckley. Golly, that's that's savage. (laughs) He said, said, that greaseball couldn't even find a hammer in the Megalomart. I love the fact that that's a callback. Callback to the the very first episode, the pilot, yeah. Yeah. He says, how could he possibly find you a woman? Bill says, you have your gods, I have mine, which I love that quote from Bill. That's fantastic. Yeah. He says, Bill, shut up. Dale, lift your end. Dale starts lifting the trampoline. He, he drops it on his foot, and he's like, ah. He goes, it's a sign. We've been playing God with Buckley's trampoline. Now God is playing God with us, and he's a lot better at it. I refuse to touch this porthole to hell. <laughs> yeah. It's not a portal. It's a porthole. It's a porthole to hell. <laughs> Hank says, look, we got a project going on, and Boomhauer and I are the only ones around here. And then Boomhauer kicks in. I don't know, man. You know, I ain't nothing time, little off, man. I've been working on hours, man. And Buckley walk up and just touch the hood. Just touch the hood, man. That Dodge Heel, man. Yeah, I'll walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I don't think <laughs> Yeah, just rambling, yeah. <laughs> and so from that, I take that Buckley once walked up, touched his car, and it started running. Yeah. So uh, it, <laughs> Hank says, I am going to I'm gonna uh, start. He goes, I am this close to finish t- fixing this trampoline by myself, which is a super big threat to the guy. Oh, that's a big threat. Yeah, no. Uh, they don't yeah. want that. And Bill's like, no, 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 don't touch it or the angel won't come back and I'll be alone forever. <laughs> Poor Bill. Poor Bill. I don't know, man. Uh, Bill has something else. So we are on Khan's back porch, uh, or, or we're on the back porch. I don't know if it's if it's Hank's or it's Khan's, but uh, uh, Peggy and Min are both sitting there, and Peggy says, hooey, cheers a hot one today, huh? So, Min, have you ever had any religious visions? Where did this part come from? Like, oh, I don't know. It seems really weirdly placed. Like there had been something before this, or something maybe that got cut out because she's just over there asking men if she's had religious visions. I just, I don't know. It's really odd to me that you go to men. Oh, the transition her. to men. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She goes, "You ever had any religious visions?" She goes, "This is about Buckley's angel, huh, Peggy Hill?" She goes, "You know, not too much happened in this neighborhood. When someone comes back from the dead, it gets around. Well, I guess it would." Peggy says, "I mean, Luann is clearly crazy." Uh, if it was a true religious vision, why would it come to her? I was home. 
Here's shitty Peggy again. Wow. That is, yeah. Oh, narcissistic Peggy. She goes, I mean, I have had my close Fuck, calls. that was bad. She goes, <laughs> That's a really bad one, too. She says, one time I heard a voice say, Jesus is love, right in my ear. But then when I turned off the hairdryer, it was suddenly gone. <laughs> what? Jeez, what a person. Yeah. Well, uh, hardly a person. Now we see. Hardly newer. We see Hank by himself in the alley with a beer, uh, which we never see. Uh, and then we we look over. Bill, Dale, and Luann are all around the trampoline praying at this point. Uh, and uh, they're all just, amen, amen. Uh, and then from inside behind the curtains, Dale is back there uh, saying, run, Hank, porthole to hell. <laughs> from inside his house, safe yeah. and sound. Uh, now we are, uh, we're back inside the Hill House. Peggy is just blowing a hairdryer in her ear now. In her so, ear. So she can hopefully hear Jesus' love again. Just churning in her ear. Yeah. Hank comes through the, through the hallway and goes, Luann's got everybody going, uh, angel crazy, Peggy. Oh, don't tell me you're hearing Jesus' love again. And she turns it, uh, turns off the hairdryer at that moment. She goes, Jesus' love? She, That's <laughs> all she like heard. She yeah. heard something. All right, we're at Luann's room. Hank comes in again. He goes, uh, so, studying for your big uh, hair test? Luann says, well, I'm waiting for Buckley's Angel. I thought we might do flashcards. That's a great plan. Good job, Luann. Yeah, She's going to do funny. flashcards with an angel. Flashcards with an angel. Buckley's Angel at that. Hank says, yeah, okay. Well, I'm sure with his help, you'll do just fine. You'll pass the test, and he'll have finished his good deed, and there'll be no need for him to come back to Earth again. And if you do see Buckley's Angel again, it'll actually be an evil angel of death. I didn't make up the rules. It's in the Bible. Good luck. Bye. <laughs> it's just rough. That Hank. is rough. He's really <laughs> trying to avoid the situation. If you see him again, it's going to be an evil angel. Great. Thanks, Hank. All right. So uh, uh, now we see Luann again at the trampoline with all her products splayed out, and she's praying again. Uh, and she she's outside going, uh, where is he? Buckley always did this to me. And she's talking to Peggy, who's finally come out to check on her. And she says, one time we were supposed to go see Color Me Bad. Do you remember Color Me Bad? No, I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's a band. Okay. Uh, we were supposed to see Color Me I thought it was a movie. <laughs> we were supposed to see Color Me Bad, and he never showed up. I was looking forward to that concert all week, and when I told him, he just said, Chicken Beak, he better not be guardian <laughs> some other girl. Maybe I should drop out of beauty school, Aunt Peggy. So this is this is the speech that 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 girl was referring yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, that was the speech. I mean, that's that's real deep for high school, for like a high school kid. Peggy Peggy jumps in and says, what, Luann, you have waited to go to beauty school since you were six. You have wanted to graduate beauty school since you were 12. So she wanted to go at six, but she wanted to graduate. Graduated at 12, yeah. Uh, if you give up on school, honey, you're giving up on your dreams. Education is the sleeping pill that makes dreams happen. Peggy Hill. Peggy Hill, whatever the hell that means. It's the sleeping even... pill. That makes dreams happen. Yeah. Uh, Luann says, says, but school is hard. I should just give up and sell pretzels. Peggy says, "Uh uh-uh. Now you have to reach deep inside yourself and stop depending on your uncle or your boyfriend or your boyfriend's angel. This time it's all up to you. Buckley's angel helps those who help themselves. She says, I'll do it. You'll help me, right? Peggy's like, oh, of course. We see the next morning, and uh, they were up studying late. You can tell because Peggy now has four different colors in her hair, and she's asleep on a lawn chair. Uh, Luann is just asleep on the ground. She finally wakes up, and uh, uh, she, she's like, oh, oh, God. And it feels like she's late to her test. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. She says, I don't know why you didn't come, Bucky's Angel. This is some kind of test, and you'll have to make a makeup test because I have a makeup and hair test this morning. <laughs> it's a lot of makeup and tests. A lot of makeup and tests. So she starts driving to school, and you can tell that she's kind of sleepy, you know, because she's been up all night studying. She's got dirt all over her face. She just looks disheveled. She looks rough. 
Yeah, and then she kind of nods, and then you hear, hey. And so now Buckley is in the passenger seat, or Buckley's angel, I'm sorry. She says, uh, oh, you finally showed up. Thank you, Buckley's angel. Thank you. He goes, "Uh, yeah, you're going to fail the test. She says, what? He goes, yeah, I have a message from Jesus, something about how you suck at beauty school except worded nicer. Oh, oh, here. And he pulls out a folded up, crumpled up piece of paper, and it says, uh, Luann, you really suck at beauty school. Drop out. Love Jesus. Huh. He, he underlined, really, I guess it wasn't nicer. <laughs> wow, yeah, savage. <laughs> Jesus is telling her she's going to find This episode was written by Johnny Hardwick. Oh, cool. If it, that's why if it's it so weird. If it makes any sense. Yeah, yeah that's, that's definitely so weird. look-centric episode. Uh, Luann says, I thought angels were supposed to be good. You're a terrible angel, Buckley. I wish you never died. I wish you never died. I wish you had never died. <laughs> he goes, hey, Jesus said it, not me. She goes, you are mean, just like when you were my boyfriend. But I have faith in me, and I'm not going to be trailer trash. I'm going to graduate, and I'm going to do makeups, and I'm going to have the biggest truck in Hollywood. He goes, Jesus says you're meant for something else. He can't say what. Well, y'all are wrong. So Buckley and Jesus are wrong. Uh, I'm meant for beauty school. He goes, nuh-uh. She says, uh-huh, nuh-uh, uh-huh, nuh-uh, yes. And then you see her, like, like starting to, to weave on the road. She's yeah, so she's, upset. she's not paying attention. She ends up on the wrong side of the road, and she almost hits the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. Yeah, the Wienermobile. Which I thought was really odd. Which, hey, can uh, I ask a question? Yeah. So yeah. Like with, with show-ending hindsight, yeah. do you think they were planning to do anything with Luann, or did her, like, was her pl- goal, her, like, purpose in life really just to have Lucky's baby? There's nothing wrong with that. It was just yeah, I, I think they were probably planning on doing something. And then when does Lucky come along? Not like season like 11, 10. Oh, really? It's that far? So does she go to school after this? Because I don't even remember uh, her being in school. No, she she has that she has that does that salon gig with Bill for a bit. Oh, that's right. And then well for one episode. The one and then Bill's supposed to be She gets an gay. apartment. Uh. She, I'm I'm, try, I'm not trying to be negative. Just like, yeah. is is her? I mean, I, unless she gets a house too at one point that's down the street because there was yeah. the, there was like a, a stoner and then like some dude who like rode bikes and would like shave in the living room and stuff like that. Season eight, he showed up in season oh, eight. Wow. Okay. So, um, oh, Lucky shows up in yeah. season eight. Well, yeah, we're in season four, so she only this is three. Well, no, going in, we're like oh, yeah, going yeah, into yeah, season yeah, four. Sure. So, uh, the end of her beauty school. So there's. Four seat well that's well not four really it's three, three seasons. seasons of her just kind three of seasons of her just kind of floating there yeah speaking of floating she uh, she misses the Wienermobile and crashes her car um, Buckley's angel jumps out and he's just kind of floating there yeah he's just know, watching yeah, just the watching whole thing like, happen uh, yeah we see some students run up to uh, to Luann and they're like are you okay she finally gets out of the car she goes I think I'm okay I was up all night studying and I was so tired and I was driving and now. And they say, do you want to sit down? She goes, yes, very much. So she sits down on the ground, and they're just, like, you know, making sure that she's okay. She looks on the side mirror of the car, and she goes, oh, look, oh, I look terrible. I have to take a test. They say, so? She goes, looks are 10% of the grade. I'm not sure that's the case, Luann. Yeah, I'm not uh, sure it is The either. students then say, looks, well, what class are you taking? I bet it's statistics with Professor Rutledge. He's such a pig. And, I mean, these are just these students talking back and forth. She goes, no, it's hair coloring with Ms. Crimp. Wait. You thought I was in school with you in college? They were like, yeah, why not? You, you sure you're okay? She goes, yes. 
And then they say, because we've got to go watch Saturday Night Fever for our American Cultures class. <laughs> That's a great class. Yeah, that is a great class. She goes, yep, I'm okay. And they just they take off over to Arlen Community College, and they're just like, well, good luck on your test. I did a really fun class. I did a couple of fun classes. I took a children's literature class. That's probably one of oh, the funnest cool. classes yeah. I took while I was in college, just getting to analyze kids' books and stuff like that. And uh, Geology was fun. I like geology. Rocks and kids. Rocks and love kids. those rocks. Love those kids. Uh, and so all the kids go off, and and Luann, honestly, it's like she got her second wind, you know, out of this. Yeah, she got a deep those. breath out of it for yeah. sure. Yeah, a, a revival. Well, that's what we're going into. This is the death of, to me, this right here is the death of a, uh, the high school yeah. Luann. Yeah, and also the depressed. No matter Luan. what age she is, this is kind of the end of the depressed Luann. Yeah, too, you know, you, I mean, she seems. This is like a maturing phase. Yep. For her getting ready to get ready to be a, a mother and a, a wife and stuff like that. Very much so. So now we're at Arlen Beauty Academy. Luann pulls up. She, I, I just wrote down dirty but determined uh, because that's kind of the way you feel. Yeah. Uh, she comes in and, uh, of course, Sharona and Amy and Jill, the mean girls, they're like, hey, Luann, where's jackasses. your guardian angel? Park in the car? <laughs> and then you hear Miss Kresmer. She's like, okay, let's begin. Get your gloves on. All these girls snap their gloves on, and so we know the test is about to start. Uh, now we're at Hank Hill's house again. Hank is in the garage polishing a hammer, uh, while the other three are in the yard. That's kind of maniacal. <laughs> like is. if you if it you is. look at that with no context and you see a guy wiping down a hammer, you're like, well, what did he just do with this hammer? Not only that, but while <laughs> other people are standing there watching, me, <laughs> yeah, you know, like what are y'all like what mafia stuff? He must start breaking kneecaps. So he's he's kind of talk he's. He's looking at the hammer and looking the other direction. He knows the three guys are behind him, and he's like, so uh, any angel sightings this evening? Dale's like, no, not yet. He goes, oops. And then uh, he goes, well, now what is this? He starts walking out to the trampoline, and he finds another letter. So now this is obviously a letter that he has planted. He goes, uh, it's a letter from the desk of Buckley's Angel. From the desk of Buckley's Angel. Bill runs over. He's like, oh. He says, let's see here. Dear Bill, Boomhauer, and Dale, I have been able to find a woman for Bill, any woman, or a crankshaft for a 1968 Dodge, and, a port <laughs> and the porthole to hell is actually located in Hank's garage near all of his tools, which <laughs> Dale's like, oh, my God, uh, which should be avoided by anyone afraid of the porthole to hell. Well, that's that. Goodbye, Buckley's Angel. <laughs> Dale says, goodbye, Buckley's Angel. Uh, and then uh, he, he comes over and says, let me see that letter. And they start looking at it, and Bill goes, that's not Buckley's handwriting. He goes, Hank. And uh, Hank sprays. While they're arguing back and forth, you just see the water start hitting these three guys. Yeah, Hank, that's funny, too. Like, just he's just like, all right, the, I'm done with y'all's uh, bullshit. He just pulls out the hose and just... <laughs> Wouldn't it be awesome if life was that simple that when somebody was just oh, no like kidding, in your right? ear with bullshit, you could just hose them? <laughs> no kidding. And Hank just goes, now, I believe we have a trampoline to fix. So we, we fast forward. We've got... Uh, uh, Hank, Peggy, and Bobby sitting on the back porch. Luann comes driving up. She is super giddy and laughing and, and screaming. She's in a great mood. Yeah. She's like, guess what? And Peggy stands up and goes, you aced the exam. I knew it. Oh, congratulations, Luann. She goes, no, 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 no. Even better, Aunt, Aunt Peggy. Buckley's angel came back, and then I almost hit a wiener wagon. But first, Buckley said Jesus said I was meant for something else, and I thought Jesus meant something worse. And then I remembered you telling me not to give up on my dreams, and I realized that he meant something better, and I got my tuition refunded from Miss Kresmer and enrolled in Arlen Community College, just like Jesus said. Yeah, I just wrote down that Luann was completely unhinged. You yeah, know? no, I mean, she, she is. is. She's she's, uh, she's really 
Kind of on edge here. Peggy jumps in and she goes, college? Real college? Oh, Luann, you are dreaming with the big boys now. And yeah, it killed me. And Bobby, this is the happiest day of my life. <laughs> yeah, God, like, Bobby, what the on. hell? You know what that reminded me of? It reminded me of Anchorman when he, uh, <laughs> right. I love Lamp. I love yeah, lamp. why are we yelling? <laughs> yeah, yelling for no life. reason. Hank says, Luann, well, that's great. I mean, wow, but you'll be moving into a dorm. And uh, all of our dreams have come, our dreams have come true. Yeah. She goes, uh, well, Uncle Hank, yeah, or Uncle, Uncle Hank, Uncle with, Hank, with tuition and books and back-to-school clothes, I can't afford to move out mm. now. And she looks super sad. And he goes, well, and this is Hank again. Uh, he's been kind of a dick in this one, and now he's come back around. And he's like, well, I guess as long as you're in school, better than yourself and whatnot. And she's like, oh, thank you, Uncle Hank. And she starts hugging him. He goes, don't thank me. Hug your Aunt Peggy. <laughs> and so she yeah. goes over to Peggy, and she goes, I'm going to start out as a liberal artist. I might even go pre-med. It's really the same thing. <laughs> no, yeah. No, it's not. It's, it's not, not even close. No, 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 it's not, at all. not even close. Hank goes to sit down, and he's talking to Bobby, and he goes, huh, I didn't know there was a wiener wagon stopping in Ireland. And Bobby's Bobby, obviously line. not, or you would have taken me. <laughs> he's pissed. He yeah, wants to see the wiener pissed. mobile. All right, next day we see uh, we see Luann start to throw away her beauty supplies. Yeah, you know, I'm kind of the same way as Bobby, though. I get pissed off when people go, like people that I'm close to know that I love food. Yeah. So when there's a food experience that's unique in town, sure. and they go to it and they don't mention it to me, like because they know I'm oblivious to the world. So like, tell me that there's a food experience and let's go kind of thing, you know? So yeah, I, no I, could, I could feel it. So, I mean, if there's a wiener wagon in town, I'm I'm trying to hit it. I want to see the wiener wagon. Uh, it was uh, it was in town wasn't yeah, it it was here a while back. Yeah. yeah, the Oscar Mayer. Hank goes to sit down and he's talking to Bobby and he goes, "I didn't even know there was a wiener wagon." And Bobby's like, "Obviously, you would have taken me." Uh, uh, so I, I don't mean yeah, to interrupt you. No. Uh, I was just remembering the wiener wagon while it was in town had a catalytic converter cut off of it and it mm. had to be in town longer because they had oh to wait for gosh. somebody to come weld a muffler oh, back onto terrible. it. Oh, poor wiener wagon. <laughs> We see Luann throwing away her beauty supplies, and then uh, we, we hear, hey, and he's over there on the trampoline yep, again. Yep, sitting there. Uh, he said, I just came back to say I'm sorry I bailed out of the car. She goes, I knew you weren't really a jerk. He goes, yeah, yeah. well, i got to go. Jesus is having a party tonight. It's going to rock. <laughs> she, yeah. she says there'll probably be a lot of people there. If you see Jesus, tell him I said thanks. Goodbye, Buckley. He goes, before I go, uh, could I have one last kiss? And he tries to kiss her, and she goes, oh, no, no, no. She pushes him away, and she goes, no, that part's over. He says, why? She goes, chicken thigh. So she got it. Damn. Yeah. yeah. And, and that then, is, uh, after this episode, that is it for Buckley. Yeah. This is the yeah. last This is the last time we see Buckley in any way, shape, or form, except for the intro. They leave him in the intro, even when sure. they adapt it for sure. widescreen. Yeah. They kept him in it even then, so... So then Buckley jumps real hard, and you and that north uh, life in a northern town starts playing again. And Can we get see, that again? You see that he uh, kind of jumps to heaven. <laughs> I, I sound like it. an asshole. You did it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you had it. You had it almost. Go on. Man. He goes way up in the sky, and and this is enough for Luann, and she's like, okay, well that's the close of that, you know. And now she's yeah. a, she's a college lady. But then we see Buckley uh, during the uh, uh, we see Buckley kind of come back down. After Luann has already gone inside, and he goes, hey, new record, cool. And he just kind of walks down the street, walking away, and he puts his halo on, and that's the last we see of Buckley. That's it, yeah. We now uh, have the credits, and uh, as the credits are going through, we see Khan come over to the trampoline because Khan now wants his favors. Buckley's Angel, hmm, Buckley's Angel, I'm so alone. I have to commute to Houston every day. That city, one big stink hole. Uh, did I make the right decision, Buckley's Angel? Oh, Buckley's... And he's just, he, he's just screaming away. Screaming and, away. And he, he goes, 
He goes, why you not come to me instead of that red light little hot potato? Oh, Buckley's angel. And that's it. Yeah. And well, the and that's, we hear Buckley say, hey, that's it. To go back to the distance of Arlen and where the hell it's located at, this one kind of throws it off, too. I have to commute to Houston every day. So if he's in this area, he's driving like two and a half hours to oh, work yeah. every day. Yeah. So that kind of puts it almost closer to Bryan College Station in my mind. Because if you lived in Bryan College, there's people who live in Bryan College Station who commute to sure, Houston. Sure, sure. Because that's only like an hour yeah, or so. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. I don't know. That kind of kind of changes that a little bit. I still don't want to commute for an hour. Uh, yeah, I don't either. I don't want to commute. Uh, I commute, but I don't like commuting. I commute all day. All right, tell them where they can find us. You can find us at l i n k t r dot e slash b w a a a k o t h. That is b w a a a k o t h. And you can also find us at roguemedianetwork.com. dot com. network dot com. And also, uh, I got to try out my little blender, and uh, I had some ice cream with it. I did a little bit of ice cream. I I did a really cool one. So we put, uh, I got the oatmeal cream pie ice cream. I got whole milk, of course. The little Debbie one? Uh, Yeah, the little Debbie one. Uh, Whole whole milk, and then uh, it was crushed up cinnamon toast crunch. Oh, no, wow. Sardines. And then mixed it up. You oh, made it a good. flurry. Is what you yeah, made. whatever it was. My son loved it. He loved. I think he. I think he enjoys it more than I do because yeah. he's always saying, uh, "Can I get a shake?" I said, "Dude, we've got a. <laughs> we've had a blender in this house for like yeah, your whole life, and you never not wanted it when we had a blender. Yeah. But now that he's got it with the you know the Toy Story aliens yeah, and sure. the the cool buttons, so sure. it's not just fun for you. It's fun for kids too. So. Well, the cool thing about that blender, yeah. you take the top off, you can't. The kids can't hurt themselves. No, they can't hurt themselves. The it's pretty safe. Yeah, it's yeah, a safe. Cool. Safe tool. Well, we've got some big stuff coming up. Uh, once we get through the season three, I think uh, you guys are going to like what uh, what we're going to bring you. Yeah, we're kicking it up a couple notches. Yeah, we're going to do some video. So uh, yeah, you're going to have to actually start video. wearing pants. Yeah, we're going to have to start wearing pants. Yeah. Uh, we may have to pixelate our faces, but it's going to be exciting. So uh, thank you guys for sticking with us, and we'll see you again next time. Wimitanye. Wimitanye. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.